0: You want to come with me? Because if you do, then I should warn you. (laughs) Because if you do, do, then uh, I should warn you. you. Because if you do, then I should warn you. (laughs) You're going to see all sorts of things. Ghosts from the past. Aliens from the future. The day the Earth died in a ball of flame. It won't be quiet, it won't be safe, and it won't be calm. But I'll tell you what it will be. I'll tell you what it will be. A trip of a lifetime.
1: of a lifetime it said a demon fell from the sky then a man appeared a man in a blue box who knows perhaps he's coming back
0: the people of that world did sleep and shiver somehow knowing <laughs> the dawn would bring only one thing <laughs> the final day.
1: Welcome back everyone this is discussing who i am kyle jones and you are here for the 175th episode of this podcast and i am 175 percent happy to be able to say welcome back clarence brown clarence how are you
2: hey man i'm doing all right hello dr
1: who fans out there happy to be on another episode awesome Awesome. Well, glad to have you back. And likewise, I am equally 175% happy to say, Lee Shackelford, how are you? Outstanding.
0: Is this really our 175th episode?
1: That doesn't seem possible. Yes, 174... uh, I mean, five, excuse me, episodes of Discussing Who. I feel like it's a comic book. I keep seeing a comic book. You remember in the old days, that on a comic, they would put, like... The numbers, if it was like 150, 175, 200, yeah. would be really, really big. <laughs> like it was a big deal. Right. So I'm picturing those big numbers. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to have both of you back. And for everyone listening, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who has listened over the years to have gone on this journey with us. We're happy to have you here. For everyone who has liked us on Facebook or gone to apple podcast or the player of your choice left us a review we very much appreciate that thank you for being on the journey and here's to 175 more but before we go further i want to say let's get into the news so on the news i want to talk about a convention that Clarence, you and I have been to before. And Lee, I think you're the one who actually told us about this one because it's from your home state, originally from Alabama uh-huh. in Huntsville, Con yes, Castabarous. Sure. Yes. yes. I have been to their website and I know who some of the headliners are for the June 6th and 7th, 2020 Con Castabarus. They will be welcoming Eric Roberts, who of course was the master from the 1996 TV movie. And they are also welcoming Charlie Chaplin, Charlie Chester, Charlie Brown, binary, 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 binary. I couldn't help but say that. Catherine Tate. Yes. I'm happy, excited. Exactly.
0: And I'm, I'm gobsmacked. (laughs) Casturbrus is not a big convention there. You know, they're not one of the major players like Dragon Con or Comic Con or something like that, that you would expect to be able to uh, attract a, a somebody of Catherine Tate's stature. But holy smoke. Yes, so, holy smoke. So this is fantastic.
1: Yes. And, you know, Clarence, I know you and I enjoyed whenever we went the last time that they had Con Castabarus. I believe they will be changing hotels back to the place where they had... Started with, a, I think it was a little smaller of a hotel system, but I think that's their branding point. Is they like being known as this really? And I, and I, I mean, I'm not saying small is in a negative way, but hmm. a very connected. Like you get a good experience by going to them. Exactly. Yes. So Catherine Tate and Eric Roberts will be going to Con Costavarius since we last recorded. We've got a little bit more news about Series 12. So in our speculation episode, we talked about not really knowing, and Clarence, you brought up that you had read or seen somewhere that we would get our first episode on the first, and then that following week, maybe we would be getting the second. Well, you're 100% right, because that has been confirmed now. So the series is officially starting that Sunday. So guys, what do you think? Happy? eager, Eagerly anticipating. <laughs> I was about to say silence will
0: fall. Well, I, I don't want to say I forgot all about it, but I guess they really have taught me uh, this year to not think about the possibility of there being a new Doctor Who episode. So j- just before we started recording, you know, you, you were saying, let's, let's get together and review the episode. And my first thought was, what, what episode? episode? <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm excited. <laughs> Clarence, what about you?
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's time before uh, Doctor Who leaves the consciousness of everything <laughs> <Exactly>. out there. <laughs> so they, they very much have been ramping up the marketing uh, with their you know, YouTube channel and various other social media outlets to get people amped up and ready for this upcoming uh, two-parter. So, yeah, I'm excited about it, man. And did we hear anything about the season continuing after that or do we know i believe
1: this is the official start of the season as in you know however many episodes i'm assuming 10 even though i don't see where i've read anywhere that there's 10 episodes but i do believe that there are 10 and that those 10 will be continuing on from from that moment forward per se
2: yeah let's do it i'm ready for it
1: (laughs) yeah A couple of things else that I have read that there will be more two-part stories, specifically speaking, this first part is a two-part story, and it may be even part one and part two from the way they're talking. But this episode that's airing on the first and then that episode that is airing on the fifth are connected and are is supposed to be shot around the world, so it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be big. Yeah, I assume that's
0: part one on New Year's Day and uh, part two on the 4th or 5th, whatever
1: that is, yeah. Yes, indeed. So, Clarence, you mentioned something really interesting that segues into what I want to talk about next, which is, you know, let's talk about Doctor Who or let's watch Doctor Who before everybody forgets it. Well, what I did the other day, I had a conversation that is going to be episode number 176, because I wanted this to be episode 175, I had a gentleman who asked me the question, why should I watch Doctor Who? And he was brave enough to ask those questions and be recorded asking those questions. So I had a very good conversation. We talked for about 45 minutes with a gentleman by the name of Ryan Kent, He has been on one of the recent episodes of Discussing Comics, and he's a big comic book fan, but also like sci-fi. And he asked some amazing Doctor Who questions, and he even agreed to and actually came up with the idea of, I want to watch series one, and then I want to come back on and talk about it. I want to watch series two, and then I want to come back on and talk about it. So. The first episode that he will be on, 176, we are talking nothing about him or, or nothing about Doctor Who proper, other than what is Doctor Who, all of his questions, and me as the fan of Doctor Who, trying to tell you about Doctor Who, giving you enough hints to make you want to watch it, and just having a bunch of fun. So that will be episode number <coughs> 176 after. This one, so it'll come out right about Christmas time. So that'll be a good Christmas present. Huh? Yeah, that, that's yeah, that could be uh, uh, very interesting. I think. So. Yeah, it was interesting. I had a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. I I had so much fun recording it that yeah, if I have as much, if everyone has as much fun listening to it as I yeah. did editing it, <laughs> it's going to be. I hope everybody enjoys
2: it. That's always the thing trying to get someone into the fold to you know start loving and liking Doctor Who. I don't know. I, I know you, we kind of did the same thing with me back in the day when you tried when you eventually got me on board. But it's almost for me it was like you don't get it until you get it. But when you get it, you're hooked. So so it'll be interesting to see his journey to um, to see how he gravitates toward this thing that we love.
1: And I have to give him credit. I gave him a puzzle or riddle toward the end and just within 60 seconds of me giving the riddle he was like oh it's blah blah and i'm like dude you're good Mm. so if you want to know what the riddle is hint 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 listen to episode number 176 Mm. but before we move on to our reason for being here tonight I, i have one last thing and we have some feedback and this comes from vanessa mcnamara On Twitter, it's some feedback to the end of time part one. And she says, enjoyed your review. I don't hate it like some do. And there are some really nice scenes. I don't care if RTD goes wild. It's usually fun. But OMG, the laughing and the head spinning. I'm here for good cheese, but just no. Laugh out loud. I did enjoy the car remote. That was great. So, Vanessa, <laughs> thank you very much. Appreciate the feedback. Boop, boop. So, gentlemen, here we are, the top five episodes from the RTD era that are our favorite. Are you ready? Oh,
0: yeah. Mm,
1: I right. guess. Uh, <laughs> <all right>. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I'm, I'm curious is to see what you guys come up with. So, for everyone listening, again, this is the top five favorite RTD era episodes And we also opened this up to our Facebook group. And I'm going to start out each round by telling everyone what that Facebook group voted. So let's start with number five. And for number five, the Facebook group voted on the following episodes. Each of these episodes only got one vote. However, I'm going to just say as a honorable mention, number five, These episodes are Army of Ghosts Doomsday as a pair, The Waters of Mars, Midnight, Smith and Jones, and Gridlock. Mm. I can't Mm.
2: believe The Waters of
1: Mars is on there. (laughs) Interesting, isn't it? As the fifth best? As the fifth best, yes. Yeah.
2: Mm. Mm. Okay.
1: (laughs) All right. So, Clarence Brown, what was your number five?
2: Uh, My number five was Father's Day. The, the episode in which we get to see Rose go back and see the last moments of her, or the would be last moments of her father, except so she intervenes and then we get the um, <laughs> time demons and all that other stuff. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful episode. We get to see her, um, see her parents younger, not knowing her dad really, but seeing her mother and her dad interact as not as she had dreamed or envisioned it happening. So, uh, I loved her seeing her go back and peek into her past, but you know it kind of all goes wrong as it does in Doctor Who most of the time, <laughs> and and um we get just this credible ending where Pete is has to make a decision to keep the time from falling on itself or the world from ending her however not want to say it. But <laughs> I don't know. I love the I love this episode. It's one of my favorites in Doctor Who. Period. Not just the RTD era. And yes, my number five.
1: All right, Father's Day, Lee. Yeah, number five. What's my you? number five? Is is a two parter
0: that also turns around Pete Tyler, and that is Rise of the Cybermen and Age of Steel.
2: Mm,
0: uh, interesting. Which I just uh, I just love uh, when you think about those two episodes. You, one of the things I think you have to think about is the production value of it. It's you put those two hours together, and it's a feature film. Yeah. It's uh, there's. A, an entirely new universe with zeppelins and, <laughs> and armies of cybermen and uh, it's it, it's a, a great new origin story for the cybermen uh for new who so from from that point onward we had to say uh Pete's world cybermen or Mondas cybermen
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. to to differentiate between these and um it's it a, an interesting idea a world where Pete is not kind of a a a, shlimmy, a little loser but where his ideas have really taken off and we get to see ripped Mickey and yeah. <laughs> uh, oh you know golly what all else oh uh, you rose is a dog and rose is a dog uh, of course the doctor uh, there's a great cliffhanger where it looks like all hope is lost and then we come back from the cliffhanger to find that the crystal that has been kind of the problem uh the from the TARDIS the doctor still has in his pocket and it's this energy that it's been building up can be unleashed on the cyberman <laughs> and uh i just always thought that was thrilling i just i just love that moment and uh there's just so so much to love about this and everybody's plugged in everybody's got these things in their ears now and you know they think that's cool and uh yeah, it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well for people. So, yeah, Rise mm. the Cyberman: Age of Steel. Just mm. a fantastic couple of episodes, I think.
1: Cool. So you and the Facebook group user agree with Rise of mm-hmm. uh, Cyberman: Age of Steel? No, no, no. They had Army of Ghosts: Doomsday, but still, yeah. but still had the Peak still. World. Yep, got you. Same series, just different two-parter. Mm-hmm. My number five is also a two-parter. And it is, I would say, something that you could see in theaters, because I have seen it in theaters, which is the End of Time Parts 1, and notably Part 2. More Part 2 than Part 1, but End of Time Part 1 and 2. And since we've just recently reviewed End of Time Part 1 and 2, I really won't go into why I like that so much, Just go back and listen to those episodes if you haven't already heard it. But The End of Time, Part 1 and 2, that's my number five. All right, number four. The Facebook group says that the number four pairing is a two-parter, Human Nature, Family of Blood. So, Lee, what is your number four? A two-parter, but not that one. It's uh, The Empty Child
0: and The Doctor Dances. Uh, which um I know uh Clarence and I both uh will will pick out of a big bag full of Doctor Who's if only because it introduces Captain Jack Harkness. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it also uh takes place during a uh, during the Blitz, which is a, a period of uh of real uh history that has always fascinated me and uh, you know you get to Rose hanging from a from a, from a ballast balloon and <laughs> things like that. Um And that, you know, if if there's only one thing that you remember about Dr. Dances is that climax. Just this once, Rose. Everybody lives.
2: Mm. Well, I thought you were going to talk about Jack Harkness riding in on a bomb. Uh, That was a bigger (laughs) moment. There is that, too, yeah. (laughs) I just have one question for you. Don't say it. Don't say it. I knew he was going here. Go ahead.
0: Uh, uh,
1: (laughs) Are you my mommy? No, no! Mommy! I'm here. Are you my mommy?
0: And you know, for a lot of people, uh, when, when you talk about what are – we're talking about getting people turned on to the show. For a lot of people, this is a good entry point show. You you, you want to say, um, show them Empty Child and Dr. Dances if they've never, never seen Dr. Who before.
1: Indeed. So Clarence Brown, your number four. What is your number four?
0: Hmm,
2: my number four is going to be Midnight. So I, I know we talked about really loving this one when we reviewed it, but you know, the doctor goes on a bit of a vacation, so to speak, or I get <laughs> at least, at least Donna's on a vacation while the, the doctor goes out to, to tour the planet. And uh, he's putting, put in this situation where, um, you know, this planet is not supposed to have this any species or any inhabitants, uh, out and about in, in, this part of the planet that they're going. And lo and behold, their ship bus gets attacked the tour gets attacked and uh we just get these wonderful moments of the doctor and what was it sky character called sky being inhabited by this again this alien that is not supposed to be there and um just some of the best moments of her and the doctor Uh, repeating each other or echoing each other and we see it reverse. And uh, I just really love those moments. Remember them being a lot of fun and, and get to see the doctor get turned on by everybody in the transport. So (laughs) yeah, just, just a wonderful episode.
1: So for me, my number four was Rose. Mm. I, I chose Rose and put this in the list, not necessarily, in the sense of my going back and repeatedly watching it even though i you know i have seen it many many times but without rose chances are we would not have been here tonight talking about dr who or at True. least if we were in the same context that we're talking about it for that alone that hmm. makes rose my number 4 And it gives us Mickey being eaten by a garbage can. It does. It it gives us plastic Mickey. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Yes. And, 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 you know, it's, it's got Jackie. She's in her nightgown, you know. That's right. Strange. Anything could happen. Yeah. Anything (laughs) could happen. But, but, you know, and I think that's notable. I'm glad you brought that up that this is the first time we as a audience gets to see The family of the companion in such Mm -hmm. a context that we had never seen them before in Doctor Who. Right. So, absolutely. Yeah. And I want to come back to that as we go up the list. All right. Sweet. So, let's move on up the list to number three. The Facebook group says, and let me just say before I go forward, the Facebook group has very good taste in number three. I just want to say, okay, silence in in the the library. library. Forest of the Dead. Such good freaking taste in number three. (laughs) Why do I say that? Because that was my number three. Silence in the Library, Forest of the Dead. And for anyone who hasn't seen Silence in the Library, Forest of the Dead, I have to say it. Put us on pause. Go out. Watch the episode. Come back. Because for no other purpose than for me to be able to say it, Spoilers. 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 That was my number three. River you have a song. million,
2: a million, million reasons why we might want to watch that one.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, River Song, River Song, River Song, River Song, River Song, River <laughs> okay. Song. Oh, and River Song, River Song, uh, Alex Kingston. Anything else Alex Kingston's played? The Diary of River Song on Big Finish. Uh, River Song. River Song. And I open up and River Song. River Song. River Song, River Song yeah, this is your fault. <laughs> River Song. <laughs> yeah. And a little bit more of River Song. And River Song. Oh, and one more. Uh, River Song. So, yeah. That's why you need to watch it. Oh, and in case you didn't figure it out, River Song. So. Bastion Arata. River Song. Turned out the lights. <laughs> yeah, River Song. <laughs> she, she does. She does turn out the lights at the very end with the kids in the bedroom. She turns out the uh, the night and she says, good night, everyone. Turns out the lights. Thank you. How about that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and River Song. So, yeah. number two. No. Did we skip three? Oh, did we, we skip, skip three? Yeah. Oh, I was so happy with River Song. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. Priceless. All right, Lee, uh, Clarence, Silence in the Library, Forest of the Dead? I mean, number three. Excuse me. Clarence, what was your river song? I mean, number three. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Haven't well, you talked to drunk people who make more
0: sense? Have you, that, I, I feel you, like I've been to this party before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, give, give me your keys. Kyle, give, give, give me your keys. Come on. <laughs> oh, the juice. Um, exactly. <laughs> my, my number three is
2: going to be turn left. Yeah. Ooh, um, nice. It just shows an awesome view of what – I mean, not only how it affects Donna, but how it affects everything around her if she wouldn't have met the doctor. I mean, we get we get awesome vignettes of these different stories we've seen from a little slightly different point of view, which I truly love. And I wish we got more of that in Doctor Who. And, you know, just the fact of the doctor not meeting Donna, how that actually changes things. We get to see Rose come in and steer Kind of steered Donna in the right direction, okay. and wow, I shouldn't be saying this since the episode title is turned off. But um, <laughs> yeah, just, just just wonderful, and you know, Donna has to make the ultimate sacrifice there at the end. So I really, really loved uh, this episode.
0: Awesome, awesome. Uh, so so late. you like you like you like uh, Clarence likes stories in which um, good people have to get uh, run over by cars. <laughs>
2: No, no, no. Well, that is what kind mm-hmm. of happened. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh, <laughs> see, when when you challenged us to come up with a list of five, I immediately came up with ten, <laughs> and um, it, it it pains me that my, that if I had to boil it down to five, that um, I I dropped uh, turn left out. But that doesn't mean I don't think it isn't uh, just a fantastic, fantastic episode, and. In this case, I, I, I just say the word Wilf. Oh,
1: man. So,
0: <sighs>
1: yeah, Wilf. Yep. Okay, so what was your number three?
0: Uh, Clarence and I are once again on the same beam. My number three is Midnight, for all the reasons that Clarence said. It's, uh, it's a, a staggeringly brilliant script, and uh, I, it's the first Doctor Who that I ever sought out on paper, just so I could cherish what that looks like what that what what the the pages were that those actors got you know I really wanted to see what that looked like and uh, I just you know because the doctor is kind of a superhero we enjoy seeing him put in peril but we feel confident that he's going to get out of it but I remember well every time I see it I really feel like he's not gonna make it out of this it's one of the yeah. few episodes I can think where I think they are going to kill him you know <laughs> I I just don't see a way out of it no <laughs> word turns. Yeah, uh, it's just, it's just great. So, so what's your number three?
1: Oh, what is my number three? Oh, I don't know. Let me guess again. It is Silence at the Library, Forest of the Dead. And you want to know why? No, I think we kind of got it. Okay, that's right. You said that. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just thought you were giving me another opportunity to say River Song. Uh, uh, river Girl, S- I've heard it. I river Song. I know that it can't be your your number two as well. That was River Song. <laughs> <sung>. Yes. <laughs> what did the Facebook group say about number two? I don't know. They said River Song. No. Um, the Facebook group says for number two, the hmm. doctor dances, but not Empty Child. N- n- no, nope, not Empty Child. Just, just the sense. doctor dances. Oh, so yeah, I, I guess f- they d- I feel the hard not to
2: put those two together yeah. uh, when I had my original list of fifteen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they say the doctor dances and i want to know what lee let's go with you first this time what do you say for your number two well
0: i today i put uh, at the number two position the two-parter that i always say is my favorite uh, new who so i had to do some some soul searching about this but that is human nature and family of blood yeah um, Doctor Why? Who that I just d- d- I, that I I adore, even though it barely has the Doctor in it. And interestingly, it's the only thing from the Martha Jones era that's that's on my list. And that's not Martha's fault. There, there were some. There, this is a, a a season that had some some disappointing. I don't think anybody's got Fear Her on their list here tonight, or Love and Monsters, which when we Reappraised Love and Monsters recently. I think the three of us agreed yeah. it's not as bad as we remember. No, <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yeah, uh, fear, fear her worries. was, but, uh, but fear her. Yeah, we all came back and said, "Yep, that's how I remember it." <laughs> yeah. <it's pretty laughs> so, so poor Martha. <laughs> and you know, uh, as I'm saying that, it just hit me that I, I also uh, dropped Blink off my list too, which is a great episode, but it is so Doctor Light, you know. It really, it really does feel like he's not in it. But in *Human Nature* and *Family of Blood*, we're constantly looking at John Smith, and we know that is the doctor. Yeah. He just doesn't know it, and that's that's the tension that makes that so so powerful and so interesting. And and the family of blood too, I think, are genuinely terrifying. And uh, and as Nicole always likes pointing out, if we've ever been scared of the doctor, that his his final revenge on them. Each of them uh, makes your blood run cold. like, <laughs> damn, <ooh>. dude.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's exactly. not playing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. So, Clarence, your number two. <laughs> my number two is Blake. <laughs>
2: there you go. <laughs> oh, cool. uh, man. I just, <laughs> I, I, I no. could not make this list and not put it on there. It's always the first episode that comes to my mind when I think about top. Doctor Who episodes especially of this era you know it's the first Doctor Who episode that really hurt my brain it really hurt my brain and he's, even as I think about it and go back and try to remember some of the things that happened in the sequence they happened in it's really one of those episodes that makes you think about time works and of course we get awesome things like we get to see Sally, uh, Sally Sparrow and um And uh, we get to see uh, her friend, I forget her name, get drugged back in time as well as the detective get drugged back in time. And, you know, we get to see her friend actually live a life and send her this message. And we get to see the end of Billy's life. And we get these awesome, you know, things that are messages that the doctor is sending her through time. Uh, So for all those reasons, the video store just. For all those reasons, I have to put this up there. is is like one of my favorite um, Doctor Who episodes, especially of this era. I I think it. I don't know if I would recommend it for somebody who, coming in to watch Doctor Who for the first time, but I do like how it makes you think and it's kind of a brain bender in that aspect. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it is that. And you didn't even say Weeping Angels. Oh yeah, Weeping. That's my favorite Weeping Angels. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, you know, I want to
1: add a little meta context to that in the sense of Stephen Moffat has said that he took five minutes, basically, give and take to write this episode in one draft really, really quick. And something that that was written so briefly and really didn't get edited has become universally acclaimed as it has. Yeah.
2: And when I was thinking about this, I, I wonder, did he get the scene? And maybe it's a trope that's been used in many time movies, but I wonder, did he get the scene when, when, uh, Sally gets the message from, uh, Miss, I think it's Kathy Nightingale. Um, did he get that directly from Back to the Future 2 or 3? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 3. Yeah. When, when Marty gets the message from Doc mm-hmm. that gets drugged back in the Wild Wild West.
0: So <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, but I, I love this episode, man. Awesome. Awesome. So and interesting. I think that you said that you would not recommend it to somebody who's never seen the show before because I, but the impression I've gotten just from being around other conversations like this is that it is, I, it may be the number one episode that people recommend for, for people who are new to the, the franchise. And I, I, I've always had the same thought. I thought, really? I mean, it's awesome, but the doctor's hardly in it. Yeah, uh, true. I, I don't, you get no sense who the doctor is. Right,
1: (laughs) right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think the reason that they may do that is because this isn't doctor heavy, and it introduces elements of the show, it introduces time travel, and it barely introduces the doctor just enough to maybe make you curious as, ooh, now I want to find out more about the doctor. Yeah, tell me more. Yeah, even though, even so, if you introduce this as a time-bending,
2: mind-bending show, I mean, episode to people, all of the episodes aren't like that. <laughs>
0: right. So right. You,
2: get the, you get episodes like this every once in a while. It's not like the normal occurrence on Doctor Who, so I don't know.
1: And yeah. for honorable mention, it did introduce a phrase that has become part of pop culture, especially right. I've seen it in memes with the wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the show has started referring using the, that term self-referentially, and I it is. It, I think it's an important uh, sort of part of the development of our understanding of of time travel in the Doctor Who universe. That we we have always thought that time was linear, with breakout points, as in Back to the Future. And this episode really has the Doctor saying. No. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't draw your line because it would have to be in motion and you just trust me. It just, yeah. (laughs) Mm. The monitor.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Crisis (laughs) on infinite timelines. Yeah. So for me, my number two was also a two parter, and Mm. it is the Stolen Earth and Journey's End. And looking at it from the perspective of greatest from RTD era, this almost made my number one, but it did make number two. And the reason it did was it pulled together all these elements that had been laid with all these different companions since the episode that was my number, uh, well, t- four, uh, with Rose. And it's, it was just a great tie in. To that whole arc with Martha, with Mickey, with Jackie, you know, all the various companions. It was just yeah. very, very well done. And it had a great score by uh, Murray Gold. There's nothing I could say bad about the Stolen Earth journey's end. So that was my number two. Here we are, number one. The Facebook group says Blink as yeah. The number one. Very interesting. All right. Lee, what say ye? What was your number one? Well, uh,
0: like I said, I really had to do some soul searching here because when I immediately wrote down my top 10 and then had to call it to five, I had to drop out Dalek. Oh, yeah. I had to drop out School Reunion. Mm. You know, and that hurt me. I had to drop out the unicorn and the wasp, which I, I know is uh, a, a, an episode that a lot of people don't like. but, but And I, I feel sure that I just love it because I'm a, a big uh, Agatha Christie fan. But I just also think it is wonderful byplay with the doctor and, and Donna, if only for the scene where he's been poisoned and they have to play charades to find the antidote. You know, it's just anyway, uh, I dropped out Stolen Earth and Journey's End. So, because I looked back at your question, Kyle, and you didn't ask which were the best. You asked which were our
1: favorites. (laughs) Right.
0: And I thought, repeatability has got to be part of this. And I thought, let's be honest. When I sit down with my collection of Doctor Who's and I just really feel like watching one, there's one that I always will put in the player or bring up on the screen or whatever. I've watched it over and over and over again, and I never get tired of it. Christmas Invasion. Interesting. Uh, So, to be, you know, if I'm going to be honest, that's got to be my number one. And again, the doctor is hardly in it. (laughs) But it does have that thing about Rose that you were saying. It's all about the companion and her family. Yeah. It really is a story about Rose and Jackie and Mickey and the impending end of the world. And. and the fa- and this frustration that there is one person who can probably help them, and he's unconscious sometimes, and then sometimes <laughs> he wakes up. And my golly, then we get to that big finish on the Sycorax ship with the doctor. Uh, the, yeah, I, I still, as many times as I've seen it, when it dawns on them. That they're hearing the Sycorax king speak in English. Yes. And that means the TARDIS is working, and that means and the door is open <laughs> and the doctor comes out. I still tear up at that. It gets me every time. And because you know everything's gonna be okay now. <laughs> it's just it's just so much fun. So yeah, that's 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 my number one Christmas invasion.
1: But wasn't that a perfect introduction, what you just described? of that moment where David Tennant, for all intents and purposes, becomes the doctor in that moment. Is that not the perfect, an excellent way to transition and you've got this glorious, here he is to save you moment? (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's the next time you look at it look at how theatrical it is the, there's there's a group of people standing in front of the tardis and there's the camera and they all turn one by one looking to turn to look at the doors and the camera pushes through them so it's almost like they're doing a big chorus line thing where they're pointing toward the door <laughs> you know it's like and now <laughs> and Here's the door's there
1: yep did you miss me <laughs> All right, but what we but what we don't miss is Clarence. You are number 1. Oh
2: man, this is easy for me again like <laughs> one of my favorite episodes of Doctor Who and that has to be The Parting of the Ways. Hmm. Um just simply for uh, I mean it, everything is great leading up to the end, but the 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 ending of this episode um, you know, seeing Jack be offed, seeing the Doctor and Rose dead to rights, you know, doc, the Daleks have invaded and they're they're pretty much you know are at wit's end and have nowhere to go. And um, uh, we see this the promise of what we've been teased for the whole season to see the Bad Wolf, um, and and what she is able to do to such a powerful enemy, and and again like. The doctor making the sacrifice at the end. And, you know, just seeing the end of our Christopher Elkerson, I mean, I really loved him as a doctor, and this is the last mm-hmm. we get to him, unfortunately. I felt like my first time watching series one, and by the time I get to this episode, there's no way I can stop watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> there's no. no way. And <laughs> just, just the build up of the promise of what we get with Rose, and it's just uh, phenomenal.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Before I give my number one, and then I'm going to say something after I give my number one uh, on what you guys have given so far. But do either of you have a guess of what my number one is? River Song. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I actually figured both of you would be shocked that it was number three.
0: Well, yeah, I, I really, really kind of am. Um, uh, but I, I, no, I don't have a, I don't have a clue. It's not Fear Her.
1: No. No. Nope. Clarence, do you? Oh, man, I do
2: not know. I have no idea. School
1: reunion. So I came very, 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 and this one, number one, actually was the one that took me about an hour of going back and forth with hmm. myself to yeah. decide which was going to be number one. I came so very, very, very close to the parting of ways for every reason Clarence just said. Yeah, I came so close. However, the connectivity between, and Lee, you're good, the connectivity between Classic and New Who that was made by Sarah Jane Smith in School Reunion just solidified my obsession with Doctor Who. So, that being said, hands down, School Reunion, even though, I can quote the doctor's speech to Rose left, right, and center about being fantastic, et cetera, and so Mm -hmm. forth. School reunion, my Sarah Jane Smith, and that whole goodbye scene that makes me cry every time I see it. School reunion, hands down, my number one.
0: And in some ways, it's uh, one of the one reason I, that I dropped it out of my top five, as much as I love it, was because in some ways it's a it's a fairly mundane episode. But um, but the, the 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 idea of our bad guys being at a at a a school at a high school is <laughs> what we call high school is uh, is really uh, daring and fun, and uh, having Mickey and K nine drive a car out through the. <laughs> Or the, the door. It, it's a is, car. Uh, well, what, it's it, a car. We are in a car. We are in a car. I know we're in a car. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Mickey's realization that he is in the fact robot. the Tin Dog. <laughs> That's who he is. Oh, and, and yes, and uh, and and Sarah Jane and uh and Rose sort of bitch fighting about
2: the Yeah. That was that. that was, was yeah, the that first was time really we saw cool. that in the new who where yeah. competing against
0: companion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that was great. <laughs> so it's just, uh, and the fact that that ends with them laughing at themselves and at what they're doing and then so laughing at him. Yeah. And so then when he shows up, he's like, he's not in on the joke anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, just, just love them. So yeah. yeah, it is. It's a, it's a great, great hour of doctor who,
1: So this, you know, before we wrap up, I want to mention something that, Lee, you made a comment about how I worded the question and said favorite. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of glad you picked up on that because I tasked myself before we started recording because I really pay attention to you guys and what you guys say when we review our episodes. And I tasked myself with coming up with a couple of episodes, and I wanted to see if what I wrote down would be episodes that you guys put in your list. So I had three stories, not episodes, three stories that I speculated that one and or both of you would put in your list at some point. And those were, first one, Father's Day. I actually thought you both would put Father's Day. Family of, blood, human na- family of Blood, Human Nature, Lee, I gave that one to you. I was confident that that one would be in your list at some point. And Clarence, blink, I was confident that would be somewhere on your list. <laughs> cool beans, man. Cool. Can, so, I, can I mention
2: a few honorable mentions? You most certainly can. Riversong? Uh, no. Uh, Lee, already, <laughs> Lee already mentioned Dalek, <laughs> which, uh, man, I just love that episode. Uh, LA Museum. Uh, one lone Dalek, which the Doctor thinks are all gone, and you know how the rest ends. Love that episode. And the fires upon pay. I really love that episode. Ooh, yeah. If not for uh, seeing Donna and her kind of pressing the Doctor uh, to save this, what we know is a fixed point in time. And what he eventually does to the Campaldi fam- family <laughs> In the end—I forget his name—Biscius, or whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, I love that episode. Uh, one of my favorite. Those two are also some of my favorites of of the RTD era.
0: Cool. All right, Lee, yeah, I, do you have I, any I look- honorable? Yeah, I, I surprised myself a little bit when I when I sat down and looked at the list, uh, uh, and. When I saw Fires of Pompeii, I thought, you know, until we looked at it again, that has not been up there in my top ten. But, uh, but I think I really was selling it short before. So, yeah, I, I'm with Clarence on this one. It's, it's really easy to overlook how great an episode that one is, particularly for the development of the relationship between the Doctor and Donna. There's, there's no turning back for her anymore. So, yeah.
1: You know, I'm thinking, and of course, you know, I just mentioned The Parting of the Ways. And, and there's Dalit. We've got to mention that, as as Honorable Mention. Um, but there's it's, – it's just a reminder that I think – and and I'm glad we did this. And I I, I want to do this when we get to the end of Stephen Moffat's era. But mm. I, I think this is just a good reminder of how great some of these stories are and the fact that they hold up. And I think that's a testament to time. It literally. is.
0: And I like the reminder that we don't all have to like the same things too. It's, you know, in, in this, in this, uh, sometimes contentious world of our, uh, genre fandoms, it's, uh, it's nice to embrace that. <laughs> uh, I saw a kind of a, a satirical, uh, article the other day that I thought I, I meant to send this to both of you actually, uh, offline, but, uh, I'm trying to remember what the headline was cause it was so perfectly phrased. It shows a picture of uh, Kylo Ren and, uh, Ray. And it says, uh, Star Wars fans uh, hate the new movie, even though they haven't seen it. Oh. <laughs> Can't explain why. You know. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's right. Let's just go ahead and decide we hate it now. And and once I've and I've been sharing that joke with with some people, and they have surprised me by saying, "Yeah, I'm not going to see it." Oh, uh. Star Wars fan. Yeah, that's why I'm not going to see it. Yeah. Well, give it a chance. I. <laughs> uh. We're in a weird place (laughs) now.
2: Take it in hand, man. Already. Already.
1: (laughs) But you know what is a definite that is universally true? It's universally true that I get to ask you guys, Clarence Brown, where else might you be found on the internet? Uh, Where
2: might I be found? Uh, I'm going to point people to... Discussing comics, and particularly episode 47, where we talk about the Mandalorian and the Titans finale for season two. So, if you're into those things, the Mandalorian, Titans, check us out over there at discussingcomics.com. It's
0: not
1: a comic. Awesome. Well, <laughs> hey, there are Star Wars comics. There are. There are. There are.
2: Discussing comics. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yes.
1: Dot, dot, that, And so, you're, and you're, so, you're, so you're, forth. God. There's Lee Shackelford. Yeah. Where else might ye be found on the uh, internet?
0: In these last few episodes, I've been pointing people towards Wi-Fi Sci-Fi dot O-R-G. That's W-I-F-I-S-C-I-F-I dot i <laughs> I'll say no more because we have a, a, a cute 30-second trailer that I I created that just says,
1: what is Wi-Fi Sci-Fi?
0: And the only answer is find out at wi Sci-Fi
1: dot com. Yes. Well, considering the fact that I mentioned these two words repeatedly throughout this review of all these things that we consider our favorites, I will say for everyone listening, if you want to find out more about River Song, you can go to episode number 162 and 163 of Discussing Who, where we review Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead, Starring, of course, Alex Kingston as Professor Riversong. So for everyone listening, thank you for joining us. Our next time, the three of us will be back together on a Doctor Who episode review. We will Ooh. be reviewing the January the first episode returning of the 12th uh, series of the 13th Doctor. So Spyfall, oh, Spy Spyfall. So can't wait. And, gentlemen, I will see you in 2020. And for everyone else, we will be back next time. You've been listening to The Discussing Network. Find out more at discussingnetwork.com. Discussing
0: Who is brought to you by Audible. You've probably heard of Audible, but just in case, they are the world's leading provider of audiobooks. They have more than 180,000 titles. Let me say that again, 180,000 So here's how you get started. Point your favorite web browser to audibletrial.com slash discussingwho. That's audibletrial, all one word, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com slash discussingwho, also one word. And that's how you get your free book. What could be better than that?